Hello and good morning. Uh, hello and good afternoon. Where you following this podcast from? Uh, this is Colin. And today we are joined in uh, by youths in science. Uh, we are joined in by a great youths in science. Uh, we are joined in by Alicia. We are joined in by uh, Nimrod. We are joined in by Omtiti Frederick. And um, we are youths uh, who are actively uh, doing um, uh, speaking for science, speaking on science and 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 and, and um, facts. We are letting the world to understand that science rocks. And uh, if if science rocks, uh, everybody should be brought on board. And um, since we uh, need to uh, introduce ourselves, I'll open the forum uh, to first. Uh, Alicia, um, Alicia, uh, maybe you can just introduce yourself and uh, tell us what you do uh, into bringing a science into picture. Alicia, for you. Hi, hello everyone. My name is Alicia, as Colin mentioned, Mara, and I'm um, a youth from uh, the western region of Kenya. And um, <coughs> yeah, science. So, um, what? basically doing is I'm into environmental conservation and management and uh, like this is my area of passion. I've been this space since 2013 when I joined campus and what I do is um, mostly on uh, capacity buildings, trainings and uh, I'm also involved in uh, uh, plastic waste uh, recycling. You know, all of us know what 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 are plastics? What plastics are doing to the environment? And of course, uh, it's a major contributor to climate change. Yeah. So basically, in that era, and I'm also in the water space. I also present our NGO. It's called Initiative for Sustainable Community Development. Yeah. Also in the water space, and uh, given that uh, also <coughs> water is not left behind, so you're getting something to reclaim. The, the water catchment areas and just uh, help and uh, support the community. Yeah, so the new course I'll be sharing more about that. Yeah. Wow, uh, thank you so much, Alicia. And Alicia, we met actually in Kisi, and uh, in Kisi, uh, they were recycling. I, I was working uh, as an on attachment rather. Uh, on a national environmental management authority in uh, KC, and uh, from there, actually, we did an, a clean up. And this clean up, uh, 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 we recycled uh, plastic. So uh, when when uh, when you uh, meet Alicia, you will meet amazing products made out of plastic. And also, uh, we are joined in uh, by uh, Om Titi. Om Titi. Uh, Om Titi. Maybe you can introduce yourself first, Omtiti Frederick. Uh, thank you, Collins. My name is Omtiti Frederick. Aha, uh-huh. so it will say about yourself. I'm a, a sexual and reproductive health rights champion, uh, advocating for the sexual and reproductive health rights of uh, all of us, I think. I just say that in short, <laughs> because that's what I love doing, and that's what I'm here to talk about a little long. Thank you, and over to you, Collins. Amazing, oh. amazing. And Omtiti, Omtiti actually uh, just mentioned one thing, but uh, Omtiti uh, actually he did a general science, and uh, that is 
uh, to do with financial forensics, I think, uh, something to do with financial forensics. And and uh, this is something that uh, you know, uh, passion brought him into whatever he's doing right now. Yeah. So so and then that's why we have to uh, be as youths and uh, you know find something that we love and then we pursue it. And and that is uh, why we how we met Omutiti. Also, he's also a business trainer and a very good trainer on this. So welcome Omutiti. Uh-huh. And also. Uh, we we have um, uh, a man who has so many words. He's called Nimrod. Uh, Nimrod, a man of so many words, and you know, yeah. So you can just introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you, Collins. Thank you once again. Thank you, everyone, for being part of uh, this team this evening. Yeah, I'm Nimrod Ambeta. Uh, profession. My profession is electrical and electronic engineering. However, I'm an environmental conservation uh, hobbyist. Yeah, in Mombasa over here, we do environmental conservation through recycling of uh, electronic waste, uh, more, more so batteries from uh, electronic devices. Yeah, I'm here tonight to talk about uh, how we can uh, harness technology through various ways to ensure that uh, we conserve environment and uh, create a good uh, living condition for humanity. Thank you. Wow. Uh, thank you so much, and Nimrod. And Nimrod, um, um, actually, we, we, we studied with Nimrod. And, uh, you know, as years goes by, you find uh, yourself uh, getting uh, people that you knew before, and uh, they're doing uh, great things, amazing stuff. And uh, actually, Nimrod also is doing some coding, and, you know, you mentioned that later on. But each and every one of us are invited in this podcast today have so great, uh, great, great things that are doing uh, that are bringing facts and figures into the in the in the in the face of the world. And uh, the question that I can ask, uh, but this will be interactive. Okay, but now today we are doing one of a kind uh, way of of podcasting, and 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 I would just want to open the forum actually by asking that. Uh, what is the advantage of being a youth in your career and, and what you, you love doing? I mean, what is the advantage? Why should people also do whatever you do, what you're doing? Or why should people uh, uh, look for you actually while you are doing and pursuing whatever you're doing? Maybe you can just start randomly uh, by... Uh, start, let's start with an imprint. Yeah, thank you, Collins. I think uh, being a youth... Eh? We are privileged because uh, in the current setup, the way in the wake of technology, wake of uh, different things that uh, happen, working in a career where I am, somebody can feel maybe a little bit challenged, uh, first of all, because there is a range of uh, so much interesting things that one can do, one can venture in, and therefore it's a matter of uh, making decision to choose choose wisely to choose something that will be beneficial something that maybe you leave a legacy behind out of it as a youth i'm thrilled to be in uh, in my domain in this area of uh, my profession where what i'm working on what i deal with and on a day-to-day basis and i think it would have been better if many youths would have ventured into technology ventured into things that uh, ensure we conserve the environment through a number of uh, ways Thank you, Collins. Yeah, aha, uh-huh. uh, that is so great, Frederick. Uh, and to you, the mic has been closed. And to you. <laughs> uh, thank you. 
I'll, I'll, I'll tackle the question that you asked as a youth. Yeah. And uh, okay. the, yeah, the goodness of being a youth. By then being a youth, I would like you to say hi to my friend Alexa. Say hi. Okay. Hi Alexa. I'm having trouble hearing. Can you say that again? <laughs> That's really good for me. <laughs> yeah, so that is my first okay, point of <laughs> Okay, I'll let okay. us know. <laughs> it's 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 uh, wondering why I'm not speaking back. So that, that that is actually my first point to to do expression for you. Uh you it comes with good new things and, and one of them is uh tech savviness. And being uh-huh. in the world of uh thread, the world of uh uh, TikTok and uh, through the youth and through the platforms, they're able to reach a wider audience. Yes, a, a, a good advantage of being a youth in, in this career and, and in the contents of what I love doing that is a section of productive advice. So, like now, imagine back during our times that you have some information, you are a youth, and probably in some village inside there and, uh, and this information would be helpful to another youth elsewhere but then there's no way you guys won't connect but then we have the check the other advantage of, of being a youth in, in this career is uh, we normally have a fresh perspectives to issues uh, and innovative perspective to issues and in line with the productive health rights. Now, for example, with the youth actually Utapata, they will challenge the existing norms. Like, there's this norm about SRHR. Why is it like this? You know, during our time, some issues on sexual reproductive health rights were, were like at a boot to speak. Yeah? But with the current generation that we have, you could actually uh, bring together youth and have uh, conversations on sexual reproductive health rights. Uh, during during the times of I think my father, that was close to a taboo. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and then finally, my my last point will be on on advocacy and activism among the youths. Uh, where it's, it's always seen around the world that the youths are powerful advocates for policy reformation, dismatization, and removing barriers to access, let's say access services for sexual productive health rights. So they've been advocating for this. And, and to me, those are the advantages of being a youth in, in this career. Like you have that fresh blood, you are tech survey, you could advocate and have activism, and you have a fresh perspective to those ideas. Thank you. Over to you. Maybe, maybe Collins, before you, you proceed, maybe before you proceed, uh, Frederick has said something cool. You know, in, a, in our country currently, the government mostly usually advocates for, let's say the legislature, the parliament usually advocates for youth to employ themselves. You know, we go to school and then we study. Once we are done, we get out of school, we are looking for employment, searching for work. You know, they usually advocate for advocate for people to employ themselves. Maybe with the with the current uh, state of our of our generation, the way we have technology at hand, we have uh, various different opportunities. Why do youths engage in uh, activities, things 
maybe i'm not sure if people know why do why do youth engage in activities that uh, maybe they can do harm to the society or they can do harm to themselves maybe they don't uh, i don't know i i bet you are getting what i'm trying to inquire maybe you can say something about it yes yes nimro i could say something about that and, and actually that that is the reason i gave that example for this guy apa ushago and akona information I don't know colleagues <laughs> can you speak in English in the big soil uh people uh, who are listening to the podcast uh you know the audience is mixed uh you can uh, just use a universal language uh, 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 all right all right <laughs> okay sorry that keeps my mind so uh for, for example this this youth who is uh, in the interior parts uh of the rural Let's let's just say the periaban of the rural area, and they have this, they they have or do not have this particular information, and there is also another one in another area, and they have this information, but the two can't can't connect, can't can't talk of this, and and that is in relation to Nimrod's question on on your saying that that uh, with with this era of tech, we are in the era uh-huh. of. Tech. But again, you still uh, find some youth. They are probably not able to get jobs. And uh, numerous, right? That was your question. Yeah, you know that was my question because uh, sorry, just a moment. Let me interrupt you. Let me interrupt you. Sorry. They usually say like uh, there is a certain principle about delayed gratification where you can just uh, invest your t- time in something, invest your efforts in something that you do, and then you'll get some rewards later. Maybe if. Uh, it will get investors later if we'll get some good audience later on but you in the meantime you focus on creating a good foundation about your thing so why don't you my question now was why don't you uh, venture into such things like uh, having it in mind uh, the aspect of delayed gratification yes so now uh, to 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 the example like this to answer you it now will be access to that information I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example of uh, the issue of WorldCoin that we had. You you remember it? Yeah, I do remember it. I, I saw some <laughs> some things about it. Yes, that is one. And two, there was also an issue of uh, some gold in Migori. Migori is uh, some place <laughs> in in, uh, in Kenya. <laughs> Now imagine. Me, I'm here in Nairobi. Yeah. I don't know that there is some gold somewhere in Migori that people are, are scrambling. <laughs> I don't have that information. But then, finally, this information gets to to reach me after some time, say three days, and then I decide yeah. to pack my bags and then I'm heading to to Migori to also get yeah. a piece of that. The cake. Piece of gold. The gold. Piece of the gold. So I'm looking at it. I, in, in two perspectives, in two perspectives, one, you don't have the information that there is gold. Uh, two, this person has information that there is gold somewhere, but it's somehow late, and he need to take some time and to to reach where Migori is. But then there's also a possibility yeah. this guy might reach late and find all the gold is gone <laughs> because of that. Accessing that. So, I, uh, so to answer your question, Nimrod, yeah. I'll, talk, I'll answer it in terms of 
a timely accessibility of information timely okay yeah like for example right now uh there's there's information that youth can do writings uh-huh we even have uh chat gpt that can help people uh, produce content you know but it's at this era and then yeah. there are some people who are who are getting this information but they are getting it as a rumor mm. But eh, there's something. There's a there's a chat called called ChatGPT. It has this and this and this. There's a there's a speaker that is called Alexa, my friend here, that can do this and this and this. So, so this youth gets this information. It's late, and probably people have already exploited that part. And now there are a lot of scammers within that line. So the time that this youth is accessing this service. One, you have not accessed accessed it as a, at a timely manner. Two, it is now flooded with possibly scammers. And then, as a youth, I will try. And then I try. I meet this scammer. Meeting this scammer, this guy scams me. And then I'll be like, uh, now in this life, a youth cannot prosper. And then I start now engaging in in, in other vices. So at once a Nimrod, I'll talk of um, timely accessibility. Okay. But okay. that's true. That's true. I concur with you. I concur with you. However, to some extent, uh, there are some things uh, like uh, the one you talked about, the the issue of gold, the issue of gold in uh, in Migori. In Migori, I think uh, I think some things it's just a matter of uh, being at the right time. Yes, at the right place. At the right place. <laughs> <laughs> because if you realize keenly uh, when i saw i saw that uh, that story on news it was uh, the contractor who was uh, constructing a road and then they were backfilling you know so from where they were extracting the the material to use to pave the road is where people now discovered that uh, it contained gold so you know for people who are in migori they were at the right place at the right time however for us who are at far places it could have taken us some time. By the time we're getting there, uh, uh, it's already done. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and one thing. Yes, Colin. Yeah, and and one thing that uh, we should understand is that uh, youths don't uh, get. You know, um, um, if you have, for example, uh, the older people, if they have uh, something that is relevant, they will rather give it to. Um, um, you know, the older people, the more experienced guys. Uh, instead of giving a youth uh, who will maybe mess up, you see, so and, and that's why information maybe just flows majorly to the uh, the other people and not the youth. Yeah, and especially the ladies actually, because most ladies uh, don't have uh, there is this equality equality. Uh, you know, like uh, one of the SDGs we are looking for equality. And equality, ladies actually, like for example, a, a woman president, uh, you can just count many how many they are in the world, yes, for instance. And speci- especially when it's a young, a young a lady, so that will never even be a president. Like, that is something that I, as youths, actually, that uh, we, we are campaigning for and uh, moving forward uh, so that uh, the voices of the youths can be, uh, you know. Uh, uh, brought into those, uh, what is it called, like those um, conferences, for instance. I don't know if 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 it's, it's making sense. Yes, yes, y- y- yes, it is. And and also just to add on what Nimrod has said, and uh, together with what uh, Collins has just clarified, 
in the in the angle of uh, sexual and reproductive health and rights, you could look at it in the angle that do you know there is a 16 year old girl who lives in say Nairobi and her dynamics is totally different from the same 16 year old girl who lives uh, somewhere let's say in uh, 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 Collins an example of somewhere deep in in, in Bungoma 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 Okay. Yes, yes, somewhere deep in Bungoma. You know the dynamics of these two ladies are so different. And it's all about access, timely access to information. Okay. Narrowed down to, to that. And also what they need is totally different. Now the accessibility point of view. So actually access plays a key role. Access to information among the youth. It, it, it does play a very key role. And, and then I can ask a question, given uh, that a chance, you're given a chance to change, uh, to foster change in your community, what are these skills that you will provide that you know will be beneficial uh, and bring a real sustainable solution to the, uh, to the urgent or long-term uh, uh, space, I mean, the long-term needs of the community? So, so what are these things that we can do? That we can, you can hear, Alicia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting. I've been listening to you guys, and uh, I'm happy. So the the main uh, first and foremost, I think, is uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about uh, Youth Watch. No, say something about it. Maybe there is some opportunity lying, uh, and uh, we are yet to know. Yeah. So so Youth Watch, Youth Watch is uh, something like a. Now, like the youths, as now you're being used by 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 the politicians or the el- the older generation to to get into opportunities and they grab them, of course, for themselves for selfish interests. And then at the end of the day, you know what you're used for is uh, we are put out there for like for PR, like used, and uh, like for example the act the activism part. The youths are the ones who are going to out there, air their views, and just say what you want. You know, the future, the future is for us, and of course, the future generations. But then, um, mostly, that does not happen. The politicians, they always call us to those, you know, the events, uh, the conferences, those major events for PR and just for photo session and video and just uh, bragging about everything and now when it comes to the real deal now that is the round table the decision making table we are not there now it's those the older people the politicians who are there and they're making the decisions for us you know now that's what we call the youth wash being used and for their personal interest and selfish reasons yeah so given a chance i'd like to change that why can't we have the youths um doing this uh not for pr but for the real deal for the real uh thing if if it's uh, now let me talk about me i'm I'm into environment and uh, i'm championing like environmental conservation pollution plastic pollution mainly and then you know uh, some, sometimes we partner with the county government, but then the officers, the offices, 
they don't necessarily like support what we're doing they're using us and my team so whenever you're supposed to go for for an event they'll call us and uh we also we'll just come with the products tell the people what we're doing blah 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 and then uh, whenever someone wants to come to sponsor our project what i do now it's them they're making the decision they don't they don't come to us and ask hey you Mora and your team what exactly do you need if you've been doing this and this what do you need so that is lucky i would really mm-hmm. love to change that so that we are involved with the major decision making processes mm-hmm. every other step because we understand more what you want and what the future looks like you know the, the old folks definitely they don't care because they have i'm sorry to say this but they have a few years and what people care about is the stomachs and their interests yeah and then number two and uh, number two, I think it's uh, peer-to-peer learning. Peer-to-peer learning yeah. is you know, like, uh, I think that this one I'm going to add on what the first question that I passed. So that was my son crying. He wanted attention. You know, you men want attention, peer. So, so peer-to-peer learning, uh, like uh, I'm happy to, to be a youth user. Like now I'm sitting here, learning from the engineering perspective and learn Frederick from uh, the now the reproductive health perspective and all of us now put together I'm able to learn one thing from Nimrod yes. from Collins and myself so our pairs put together we're able to uh, get uh, the solutions to the yeah. uh, I'll call them like, like the in business to the, the issue what is that like the the, the 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 upcoming issues like now the climate change you see like uh, the productive health talk about uh abortion talk about the gbvs and stuff so you put together php learning you're able to learn from one another and then we have also that one uh, the adult youth kind of learning if you want to change then let's sit together let's sit with our parents let's sit with our teachers let's sit with our leaders in the church and together now i'm able to learn from above and i'm definitely sure these elders they'll also be able to learn like now we were born in the era of technology and i'm, I'm happy as much as it has done us some good stuff but also it has done us some dirty stuff too but now we focus on the positive the era of technology you know i'm able to access some information on uh, like uh, it's free online so like for example in my area uh, i didn't study plastic and environment and stuff i studied mathematics and economics but now i'm in this space doing this thanks to the technology i'm able to access information and resources online free of charge because we're enjoying the era of technology you know and um and with the technology as much as uh, now the youth wash is involved at least uh it, everything will not be in vain you see I'll, I'll be able to hear my views if they don't listen to me on the ground i'll post it online and then i'll tag along those uh stakeholders who are involved at least uh, if they can't listen to me at least someone will someone else will see this online so we're enjoying this and uh you know we'll something that we need to change maybe is uh the technology we should change uh yes it's doing us some harm as well you know the accessibility by the the, the minors we're not supposed to access some information and you know so many things coming up because of this so yeah 
Yeah, uh, and and Alicia has pointed out so many things, and and they're majorly the skills um, that are needed. Uh, that uh, one of the skills that uh, she has mentioned is that, uh, like the politicians, you know, uh, using the uh, face of the youth so that uh, they can uh, get uh, votes and so on and so forth, and and, and the youths themselves are not being uh, very uh, well represented so uh, she's for looking forward to uh, having a greater representation of the youths uh, in those f- uh, forums like the uh, conferences and uh, those big platforms and and so on and so forth so i don't know what is your view on that and other things that she has mentioned also uh, thank you thank you collins for that i totally agree with uh, with alicia on how the youths are being used and the numbers that they have. I, I think, uh, from my own opinion, I think the youth can use advocacy and activism as a tool, uh, yeah. for example, and, and the youth des- themselves, they have the agency to do, say, something. Like, we agree that we can't use and yes. like this, eh? And we advocate for that, we disseminate that information, we inform others that we are being used, and this is this is the way that it should be. And then now uh, start having AIPs, uh, advocates in practice, who, who, who walk the talk. Uh, for example, they start running for positions in the government, something like that. But finally, uh, this is easier said than done. <laughs> well, at, at the end of the day, again, it will uh, narrow down to your financial muscle and at times also some politicians have youths uh, to use them as puppets. A good example is uh, sometimes there are opportunities that are set aside for the youths. Uh, for example, if they are but then you'll find that there'll be someone who is older, but since they have the financial muscle, they get to tell the youth that, hey, we, we, we can use your, your company, supply these goods, but then uh, the company, the, the supplier will think this is a huge company, while in real sense, it's some old guy who is supplying it because say, they have the financial muscle. And they are using this youth because this rule of 30% that should go to the youth is, yeah. is there, but it's being misused through a through loophole. So, with what Alicia said, I concur with that, with, uh, with that little submission from my end. Thank you, Dr. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, that is so great. That is so great. And and maybe somebody might want to know what is Agpo. Agpo, <laughs> Agpo, um, Agpo are. Uh, uh, what can I say? I think I forgot. The government, the government, government opportunities. opportunities. I think yeah. uh, uh, access to government opportunities. Yes. Yes, access to government opportunities. Actually, access yeah. to government. Our procurement. Access to government, government, to government. Yeah, yeah. And and there's there's always a, a rule uh, from the government that uh, that that in the in the spirit of promoting the youth and and youth getting access to these opportunities, they set aside. Is it thirty percent, colleagues? I think it's thirty percent. Specifically, yeah, thirty percent. Yeah, yeah, thirty uh, percent uh, should go to the youths, uh, to the to the women, and also to those uh, uh, people with disabilities. People with disabilities, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that is profound, and and um, 
we actually have to uh, uh, to stand firm as as youths and also to ask uh, questions and and uh, uh, some of us uh, we are in uh, you know i am doing maybe for example something to do with nuclear energy um and uh, you are doing something to do with environment environmental protection like alicia and uh, nimrod is doing to do something to do with uh, electrical engineering and omjiti you are dealing uh, specifically on uh, reproductive and sexual health rights so um maybe we have questions among ourselves and and that is the question that i want us to just uh, shoot to one another so like for instance i can ask alicia to ask nimrod uh, something to do with you know uh, uh, you know nimrod is doing uh, electrical engineering and he's passionate about climate protection uh, environmental protection rather so i don't know what question uh, you uh, can have uh, to ask him Alicia? Um, yeah, actually, uh, before I ask Nimrod, I, I had uh, this uh, question. Yes, yes, yes. I think for all of us, there is this yes. aspect of uh, storytelling. I think maybe someone has said something about it, but I just like to have it like more clear. Storytelling. Yes. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> uh, what technology has done for us, at least we're able to share our stories online, what we've done. But then there's an issue whereby people are misusing this storytelling or uh, the technology part of the, the apps and uh, you know someone is posting not because you just want to reach more people you want to share with more people and also enlighten someone and help someone but you know because uh we just want to it's it's more like of selfish it's it's the main the, the main intention is not for to help or to reach more people or anything good but you know just uh telling a story so that you, you get something out of that so i i mean it's open i'll give i'll give an example to that i'll yeah. give an example to that to that yeah the other time i was on twitter and then i saw somebody was posting uh somebody did tweet about uh, his dad it was in a in a kind of disrespectful manner and then uh, there was some there was some guy commenting and was saying that, that he, for the sake of sorry for the sake of likes and uh, comments don't just disrespect your parents because uh, you know you you have an audience so something like that and uh, some other people as well there are things that they usually post they are not it's not like they are going to help the society in any way it's not going to maybe to educate anyone but then just for selfish interest just because you want likes just because you want to trend or you want uh, you are doing something that maybe later on you'll come to regret many youth are doing that many youth are going even to some extent of uh, doing things that maybe ha- will harm them or even their profession or even their generations to come mind you you know there is always a saying that the internet never forgets so i don't know if it's true maybe somebody will elaborate on that Yeah, actually, yeah, and, uh, I can, uh, sorry, you know, like yesterday, I was uh, just going through Facebook, and uh, I saw, <laughs> of course, everyone knows Akwebe, yeah, so Akwebe posted something to do with, uh, I think it's a guy, you know, it's, uh, it's disabled, she had, um, she had helped the guy, I'm sorry about <laughs> the background noise, uh, she had helped the guy sometimes back, so the guy is using a wheelchair and stuff i don't know 
this good thing about uh, posting the stories because uh, as you never said, the internet never forgets. You know, because uh, she helped the guy, the guy later went and uh, I think, uh, I, I don't I don't know if it's true, said uh, like Akode took the wheelchair that Babuino took and you know, Akode was able to, you know, get those pictures and videos from wherever time she had posted and like, she's like, no, I did this and this and helped and then uh, you were lying, maybe you're 18 when you're just, I don't know, that two years. You know, and uh, and you know, some, sometimes the youth, we forget, we post and uh, you know, these things actually affect even in your profession. If nowadays uh, you apply to a company, they're asking uh, for your social media links, your LinkedIn, Facebook, and then you just give it so freely getting that this guy, they actually take the time to go through that stuff that you post what you comment some people miss getting a job because of uh, uh, what we update on our on our social media handles and stuff yeah so i feel like um maybe i don't know how but we need i don't know it's uh, maybe uh advocacy we need to do some uh, training so that people can just control what you're your posting like yeah that's what the, the name may mentioned you know we're going uh, as far as it's respecting our families our parents our guardians just for the sake of likes follows shares views and everything but then it's, it's doing us uh, more harm yeah I just want to add on that. Also, uh, let's let's not forget uh, those youths who put funny names when they are creating their email addresses. Like some someone is applying for a job and his official email address is uh, youngsmoker at gmail. <laughs> 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 yeah, those are those. All right, over to you, Colin. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that one, uh, that one really got us. Uh, young at com. Wow. And and anyway, so uh, youths actually we have to use uh, social media to bring in uh, uh, the science as using social media so that uh, we can uh, as well pass a good message online, uh, so that later on in the future we'll uh, have uh, something that we'll be proud of. Yeah, and uh, back to Nimrod. Um, uh, was it Nimrod to Alicia? Uh, Asking a question uh, that is uh, directly linked to the to the uh, whatever uh, oh Alicia to Nimrod, uh, can you ask Nimrod something that is directly linked to whatever he's doing? Yeah, um, Nimrod, I like to know your perspective on the issue of uh, green energy. Now you're an electronics and uh, electrical engineer, and uh, you know you know you're talking about uh, going green instead of. Uh, the normal source of electricity so what's your perspective and uh with regard to solid waste management i have that you're dealing with the electronic waste so what's your perspective a lot of you done or what you think should be done in this area yeah alicia you're trying to kill me tonight okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay with green energy green en- energy basically basically Lies, uh, lies around reducing the impact of carbon emission or uh, carbon footprint and therefore it, uh, 
involves uh, genera generating energy from re renewable sources like uh, wind, solar, and uh, high like uh, geothermal. Geothermal is also another form of uh, green energy. So my aspect on the same, I think it's a good uh, it's a good thing, and uh, we should be keen when implementing such uh, such solutions for environmental conservation, because you know something that uh, was has uh, been disturbing my mind is uh, when people are advocating for electric cars. I know even Collins and uh, Frederick maybe they are thrilled by the technology behind electric cars. However, you realize that there is a big diesel plant that is being used to generate uh, power to charge the electric. Uh, electric cars i didn't see the logic behind it so i think uh, as far as uh, green energy is concerned it's good for us to adopt green energy even for environmental uh, conservation however we should be keen we should be keen on how we are adopting it we should uh, we should not uh, if if we if we go nuclear the way uh, collins uh, advocates if we go nuclear nuclear i don't think in nuclear nuclear is also a form of green energy we don't uh, we don't uh, release carbon to the atmosphere and therefore it's good for environmental conservation however maybe i'll direct the, the question the question later to collins how about uh waste nuclear waste management about uh, nuclear nuclear energy collins will react to that later on and then alicia on uh, electronic waste management you know there are some there are some harmful uh, harmful uh, metals or harmful compounds which are used in the construction of uh, in making circuits electronic circuits and uh, everything and therefore recycling recycling those circuits recycling the batteries the lithium ion batteries mostly we are dealing with recycling uh, lithium ion batteries you know so we are trying to prevent uh, dumping lithium ion because lithium is uh, some sort of uh, it's uh, harmful to, to our health so we are trying to to find another use of how we can put those batteries back to use and therefore we are dealing with the we take the batteries from you maybe spoiled laptop batteries we break the batteries we take the energy elements inside and then we use them to make rechargeable solar batteries and therefore we are there we are advocating for green energy in some way i am not sure if i reacted to that uh, alicia it's interesting a lot you can maybe visit us someday in Mombasa, you check how it's done, it's something good, it's a good pro process. Yes, Nimrod, I think you did as well, and uh, <laughs> I'll take that as an invitation. Yeah, I'll be glad to see what you guys are doing. Welcome, welcome. Even Frederick and colleagues, you are welcome as well. Yes, yeah, you and and uh, you mentioned something to do with nuclear energy, or oh, maybe before that, uh, or oh, Frederick had something to say. No, I, I, I will say thank you for the welcome. We'll surely uh, come to Mombasa. Glad. Yeah. So uh, Nimrod, uh, you have uh, three uh, invite, uh, three. Uh, you have to reserve three. Uh, is it called reservations? Yeah. So we we are coming to Mombasa. <laughs> Welcome at any yeah. time. Kama kawaida, Alicia Stockcroft here yeah, where to stay. Collins and uh, Frederick, wanaume huwa walali. Sisi tunasimama tupata school. Thank you now. That's the beauty of being the only lady in the house. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, and, and just to react on um, 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 whatever you said about nuclear energy, nuclear energy and, and specifically to do with the West, we ask ourselves so many questions um is it actually a waste or is it 
a wasted energy because most of the times you find that uh, the spent nuclear fuel which we call it and uranium which has been used in a nuclear power uh, reactor it's called a spent nuclear fuel so we there is little waste at the beginning so and this waste which is very little uh, is being shielded uh, it's being uh, put uh, in containers actually first of all when it is fresh from the reactor it is very dangerous yes but uh, it is being put in water this water that we drink is very very good uh, shield and uh, it's being kept there under water for about five to ten years and then from there it is being uh, taken to casks dry casks uh, some concrete metal and uh, they're very strong metal and and simply this cement uh, is a very great shield so uh, it's being put on those shields and after some time that is it will stand for uh for about how many years uh, thousands to billions of years and 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 this number of years actually uh it is not necessarily that is going to be wasted uh, it is recycled at some time uh, at, at some point so this spent nuclear fluid can be recycled and then reused again in that nuclear reactor maybe as mixed oxides and so on and so forth but uh, the very final position uh, is that it is being put on very deep grounds, geological repository uh, grounds, uh, geological repository uh, sites, uh, whereby it will not um, be in contact with, uh, with groundwater, as people can say. It's not in contact with groundwater. It is not in contact with uh, the population and so on. So it is very safe and efficient. So uh, research is going on on that so that one day, one time, will not even harm waste, but recycled products. So I think maybe I can, I've answered your question, Nimrod. Yeah, you did. Thank you. Thank you. You did. Great. Welcome, welcome. And, and you have a question, or uh, maybe you, we can have a question to Omtiti um, Frederick about whatever he does uh, directly, actually, uh, 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 whatever he does, and that is to do with sexual and reproductive health rights. So maybe you can ask a question on that also. So, Frederick, good, good evening once again. Uh, my question to you is uh, concerning what you do. What policies do you people put in place to ensure that... Uh, those people who are in like uh, let's say marginalized communities or, or uh, remote places they are far much aware about uh, their maybe rights about uh, their human rights or their sexual sexual rights you know such things when somebody is maybe abused how should they how should they react how should they behave what approach should, should they take so what policies do you put in place to ensure that uh, your gospel, eh? your so-called gospel in quotes, is spread throughout. Uh, thank, you, thank you for that. Uh, before, before we put those policies, mostly we invest on information dissemination, okay. on legal frameworks and the constitution. Uh, so, for example, if you know your rights as per the constitution, for example, you have uh, the right to access uh, healthcare services. Yeah. And when you go to a hospital, you have the right to access the most attainable health services. And even in, still in the hospital, there are still a patient's charter, which says that you have a right, again, to the highest attainable health care. So once a youth or even a teenager knows about this, uh, he or she knows that once they go to the hospital, they have the right to access health services. And once they have this information, 
they could act on it, they could have uh, the agency to access services to to have those provisions. So uh, mostly we we focus on uh, on educating the youths on their rights. So and now on your your question on the policies that are put in place. Uh, for example, we 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 tried. Uh, having policies on uh, comprehensive sexuality education. Okay. Uh, that is uh, like uh, to incorporate it. Uh, we wanted it to be incorporated into the curriculum okay. because it, it offers age appropriate uh, SRHR uh, education information. Uh, so that is one in the pipeline. Uh, two, again on SRHR, we have something on the, on the children policy. Uh, that protects them from defilement, uh, mostly defilement, okay. since uh, they are underage, and also on the issue of consent. You, you remember there was a time in Kenya there was an issue that that they wanted to to raise down the consent age from 18 to 16, and there was debate. You remember? Something yeah, like yeah that? I remember something like that. Yeah, so. So those are some of the things on, on SRHR so that, that, that will protect and, and define what is what what is say defilement, defilement occurs from what age. For example, if I showed you the consent age in in Nigeria is like nine. What? Nine years. Nine years. Yeah, yeah. So something like that. And the world is evolving. Nine. Yeah, and, and also there are factors to it. Like like for example the issue the issue uh, on on putting the on and taking down the consent age in Kenya to 16 was that there are there were lots of, of, of youths who are behind bars in the name of the behind uh, a child and and when you follow up these cases you find that this 16 year old uh, with the modern world and the food that we eat, the 16 year old looks like an 18 and a 20 year old. And the guy fell into a trap only to be told about you defiant. Eh? And then they are behind bars. So there were lots of them there. And so they, they thought of if it's possible, they reduce again the consent age to 16. Because it got its fair share of debate. Uh, on a personal basis, on a personal basis, uh, Frederick, do you advocate for that? Because imagine a fellow, a fellow comrade, but a fellow comrade is in committee because he did something to a, a high school student. It's, you know. Nimrod, uh, Williams, you want to say something? No, not really, not really. I, I was just uh, wondering about uh, uh, the the the, the um, underage, uh, underage, and and sexuality and. In America, actually, it's 16 years, right? Yes, yes. So, uh, uh, Nimrod, just to weigh in on, on the question that you asked, I think you should ask it again so that Alice gets it. I, I, was, I was asking, uh, what is your perspective on that, on that aspect of age? Because, uh, you know, uh-huh. just imagine, imagine a comrade. A comrade is in committee for 30 years or, or uh, I don't know what sentence because of... Uh, defiling a, a high school student you know no. who is 17 years or maybe 16 years so say something what's your perspective on that it's actually a very interesting topic i look at it from both sides okay. and look at it from, from this side that there are these two lovers you know they say love is blind blah 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 and you know these teenage lovers things 
so you find this 16 year old really really like really fell in love with this uh, 22 or 21 year old and in fact the the 16 year old consented everything yeah. So then, this this according to the Kenyan Constitution, if you have uh, sex with someone below the age, the age eighteen, that is defilement. And if you forcefully have sex with someone who's above the age of eighteen, forcefully that is now rape. Uh, now. So so you'll find that this this guy will be taken to prison. And then at the end of the day, I want you to look at the life of uh, of this lady. This 16 year old, she's now pregnant, and probably she doesn't have someone who will help her take care of that child. And probably, if that guy was not put behind the bars, he would have been responsible. Probably, he would be looking for money and then at the end of the day, giving this lady. So, yes, at the end of the day, we are uh, arresting this guy for defilement, but we are, we are making life for this lady more worse. Exactly. So if, if there was, say, a program, and these are things that we are advocate for, if there was a program to take through this lady, for example, some training, for example, some economy, to just uplift her, to make her life better, so, so as to take care of that child. Being a young mother is not like a, a walk in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so things, things are like those. And then now look at it from the other angle. The other angle, it's also possible. You find a sixteen-year-old with a guy, and then a twenty-year-old with a lady. Uh, we had a case like that in Kondele where a sixteen-year-old guy had had rasters. Rasters are like the dreadlocks. Uh-huh. And then he was in a bar. I think he dressed like that so that he can he can get to a, a, a drinking joint. Because you can't go to a drinking joint in Kenya if you're below eighteen. Under eighteen years. Yeah, under eighteen years. So so this guy had Rasta's sixteen year old went to buy some drink and then some lady approached him. And this lady was way older, say for year twenty five there. In fact it's this guy who bought for this lady a drink. This senior old, and then after a week, the the lady gets arrested, and then she's told, you know, you 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 are defiling, you are defiling a a young boy, and then he's like, which which boy? And then now they bring the boy when when he has been shaved, uh, he doesn't have those those. <laughs> then he's like, no, this one looks like a kid. This is not the guy who bought me drinks. And then the lady gets in prison. Do you, you see? What? Yeah, th- those are some of the debate on, on this 18-16 thing. It's, yeah, it's so, so big. And then also the, the other side of it, both both 16-year-olds have defined themselves. <laughs> like, okay, a 16-year-old. I don't know if Polo, you understand us. So who, who will be arrested then? Yeah, yeah, who do you arrest and who do you charge and where do you take the other one? But you know, the rely so much on on uh, on, on, on the side for on, on the side of the guy, or if it's the traditional setup, they'll go the money uh-huh. room where where the chief will say, You just bring one goat, one goat for me, one goat yeah. for you, and then the issue, the issue is gone. But at the end, there are some implication that is on, on this child. You see, if yeah, it was yeah. like a defilement, defilement. So, so this issue has 
and to answer Ningro's question, that's a wide variety of angles of looking at it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Alicia, Alicia, if you have a question for Ningro, uh, for um, Titi. Uh, I think you are more interested in him, Rod. Mm. Okay, okay, no problem. No, no, I'm not going to ask him. Like, I, I'm not going no. to ask him. <laughs> I wanted to ask um, uh, Frederick, Frederick, or yeah. Matiti. Uh, I think something that has been both communities with Tetel is, uh, you know, as much as I'm also in a different uh, area, but yeah. uh, Nimrod, you did, you did actual science, and mm. that's uh, as far as I know. Crazy you don't need actual. I need actual time. Yeah. Yeah, of course in this space productive help. Is it is this some <laughs> is this some patch? Like what drove you here? Like like how how do you to tell me like why didn't you and Bussy study in this area? Like I just want to understand why why I'm, I'm happy what you're doing, but I just want to understand why why you chose this and not the numbers not the numbers uh, uh, I actually do the numbers so um, ideally uh, I did actuarial science that is actuarial science basically is about uh, probabilities, statistics uh, finance and how they relate to this world this general of ours this part of ours in relation to solving problems so uh, with, with, with Lyme, how our section of productive health science comes in is with my background, um, uh, monitoring, evaluation, uh, learning and sharing officer. So uh, the numbers that I deal with mostly are related to uh, sexual and reproductive health rights. So that's how I got in there. That's how it comes in. Ah, no, the numbers, evaluating the numbers, then intended pregnancies, the dropouts, the GBP, contraceptives, all those. You're crazy, my guy. Yeah, that's not. No. I think that makes sense now. Has that answered you? Yes, yeah. Thanks for that. I want to say something about the age. All right. Discussing. Like, I don't know if I missed something. Yeah. Yeah, about the age and uh, you know the, the, that the perspective of uh, someone going to jail and, uh, and leaving the girl and yeah. probably and then the girl she's on her own and oh by the way before I even say something I, I know of a case of um, a lady who was raped when uh, she she was in class eight. Uh-huh. And, uh, she got pregnant, what? you know, uh, the, the parents kind of disowned her, what? Like she, they chased her out of uh, the home, and uh, you know, she was on her, on her own out there, and then of course the guy disappeared, What? and uh, the girl is on her own, and you know what happened to the girl, the lady, she, the, the mother, the mother to the, the rapist, I just call him a rapist because that's who he is. What? The mother to the rapist, I think she took in the girl out of pity and then of course it's her son who's done it. She took her in, she took good care of her until she gave birth and then she took her back to school. 
and then she did a full four she didn't pass so well she's always wanted to be a doctor and um she, but she did pass to join a uh, medicine she got like some b minors and stuff and um you know she's been uh living like she's been having depression all through she's a uh, right now okay I think she's late now i'll tell you more about that she just passed on the other week uh, because of depression and you know but she did a form four and i think she joined some college did some course through of course the mother to the rapist and now when she was on her own she has a daughter she, she had when she was on her own at least trying to earn a living and raise the girl you know the man showed up he, he still keep after the lady of course of course he kidnapped her kept her for three months so by the time he he, he let her go she was pregnant again you know, this out on rape you know the, the lady gave birth and uh, to a boy but then because of all the stress everything and uh, the circumstances the guy has the, the boy has some conditions it's about um seven years or something yes wow, that's sad and stuff you know the other day the lady um i hope i, I hope no one listen to this that knows her the lady, she, she died the other day out of depression you know she's calling a oh, uh, friend like hey i want to share with you something and stuff and then the, the guy goes there they talk for a few minutes and then they're like hey can you go grab something i don't know something like that then the the, the car is not uh is not uh like igniting and then the boy is like hey and talk skuma but then okay okay skuma oh i'm sorry calling you to make so you it's not responding going back to the car and like hey can you at least ignite the car she's sleeping like she's dead what yeah something like rap i don't know if um, yeah, 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 yeah i can share that also. yeah 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 i can share that a, a little bit mm. yes and that just, just to weigh in on 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 what alicia just said family there are also cultural practices that uh, lead to this uh, for example if, if you go to the to the mar community that is the masai community and and then, and then you just meet a very innocent guy young boy and then and then ask him that uh do you think fgm is bad do you think female genital mutilation is bad mm-hmm. the boy will tell you it is bad it is very very bad and then ask him the second question when you are ready to marry will you marry a lady who has been circumcised or one who has not been circumcised He'll tell you it is a must. He has to marry the one who will be circumcised. 
I I I you getting something funny about this story? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, they know. They know that FGM is bad, but just mm-hmm. because of the cultural norms, they want yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Yes, he he won't want to to marry a lady who, of course, because of the cultural and societal norms that have yeah. been put in place. And and it's the same thing that you find that uh, a, a a a person be Raped. And then, because this person is known in the community, sorry, a person, a person raped someone, and then because they are known in the community, they should just die drunk with a cheat because they have this, this financial norm. So, so these are societal problems that yeah. are just weighing in on what and states, and they are more, more to them. And the, and the funny thing about them is. With the issues of sexual and reproductive health, there are always sometimes three sides of the story. What is what yes, is saying, yes. what she's saying, and the truth. It could be happen, yeah. it didn't happen, it will be the one thing to happen that let me just cut in a bit. Just uh, I uh, let me cut in a bit. Um, I'm suggesting that we can uh, I don't know according to your schedule we can have a different uh, not a different session but another like a second uh, session for just bring in this discussion and also to bring in um, one or two other people also to uh, enrich this discussion also and so that we can uh, have you know yeah I think I think on my side uh, if we can do uh, another one like this one it will be good because uh, first of all first of all this one this one the way it's been it's uh, it's been amazing uh, personally I have enjoyed to be in this session and then I would I wanted to request you I wanted to request you if you can just organize another one um, I think I'm okay with that so now another session actually it's been very interesting as much as I didn't prepare even for a minute <laughs> very it's been an, an interesting one uh, yeah i think we, we need more time to talk about this uh the age we we, we did not we did not get to talk more about uh, the reproductive health and you know this age stuff because i definitely don't agree with uh, the age like uh, as long as someone is not, is not a major then that's a minor whatever you do as much as it was consented that's wrong you should go to jail that's my own so but we need to discuss more about that but then uh, even if it's 17 that's a minor what? definitely yeah you 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 kind of you know she's still in school how about if, if it's minor minor 17 17 or even 17 16 or 16 16 frederick next time please come along with a notebook and a pen will be drafting some tentative policies Definitely, because you see, like this, is my friend, we just passed on. Like, if you allow, like the guy, instead of going to jail, you can just walk out instead of leaving the the lady to to work on her own, raising a child. No, it would be inviting more more cases. Like, hey, I can just do this, and then I'm left to work and uh, support the girl. No, but what about the dreams of the girl? Like she had, yeah. I think this is something we need to discuss more later. And then also something I leave uh, to you guys. Now it's uh, it's more like into uh, uh, Nimrod. Okay. Uh, it's more like a 
a rhetoric question. Okay. Uh, of course, I, I like to have answers, so it's not it's fifty fifty. Do you think um, uh, recycling, be it uh, organic, uh, plastic, electronic, metal, do you think uh, recycling is the ultimate solution? But then this is a, a question for another day. All right, no problem. From there, and and also there's so many questions to do with also nuclear energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also to do with uh, so many things. I, I want uh, maybe we can have another uh, another discussion over this. And um, it's really, really, really been a very great uh, pleasure actually, uh, just uh, listening to this conversation. And uh, thank you, thank you very much for uh, joining into this session. And we are looking forward to a second as a second part uh, very soon. So um, we, we are going to plan about that also. So I uh, thank you so much for for for, for this session. So I, I'll just leave it uh, so that um, uh, we can just give a, our concluding remarks. Maybe we start with Frederick, and then we go to uh, uh, to um, uh, Nimrod, and then Alice, Alicia. Sorry. Uh, my, my concluding remark is: I think it's a question to Collins, and then I'll yes. ask Collins. Uh, you. Uranium, uranium, the element. Yes, is it like a key raw material in a nuclear power plant, or how is it linked with the with the nuclear power plant? Okay, uranium. uh, Uranium actually is a metal, the heaviest metal uh, element in the periodic table, Um, and uh, this uranium it is processed. So uh, just like any other metal, it's processed, like gold is processed and then refined so that it can be used in bracelets and so on. So this uranium metal is processed so that it can be very small but uh, uh, and um, um, you know concentrated like concentrated um, uh, tablets, uh, very small tablets, like very small ones are like uh, I don't know the one gram I think. One gram, one gram, one gram, and then uh, this um, uranium is used uh, to cause reactions, a uh, chain reactions, uh, which these reactions then is what uh, brings the energy like heat, which this heat uh, boils water, and then the water uh, generates, runs turbines, which, uh, you know, physics uh, generates electricity. So uh, that is. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you for that. So, uh, yes. my question now comes from there. My parting shot comes from there. Yes. yes. And, and this parting shot will also inform that there should be, probably we discuss this topic somewhere in the future. My parting uh-huh. shot is from uh, what is happening in Niger. It's actually geopolitics. Frederick, and uh, just to uh, let us that we'll be uh, discussing more on that later, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll be discussing more on okay, this later. All right, thank you. Yeah. And uh, to Nimrod. Okay. Yes. Oh, you want me to say something? Yeah. Uh, like. Um, uh, oh. Remarks. All right. All right. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for the uh, amazing session. And then, uh, first of all, to Frederick. Yeah, I would like you to to just do some small research. Just open your Wikipedia and uh, read something about radioactivity. Radioactivity uh-huh. will give you so much information about what happens uh, w- what happens to radioactive elements like uh, uranium. Uranium has some other brothers and sisters called isotopes and uh, you can get uh, more information about it. Even uh, 
it will elaborate on why the big brother is harassing Niger over there. And then uh, to Collins, Collins, thank you. One question for you: radioactivity in Kiswahili, or I don't know, nuclear, whatever in Kiswahili. We will talk about it next time. Alice, thank you, thank you so much for your for your time. I like to respond to Mimra. Just a just a quick one before you disappear. Okay. Actually, uh, where I was heading to is uh, if if you check the kilowatt per capita in uh, in, in Niger, yeah. it's actually at at, at around uh, it, it, it it's so let, let me just one minute I check. Yeah, the kilowatt per capita in Niger is nine. So kilowatt per capita means the, the average amount of electricity someone consumes. Yeah, okay. So it's at 9, in Uganda it's at 90, in Kenya it's at 149, in France it's at 6,300, mm-hmm. in the United States it's at 12,000. So the, the particular to studio, and, and uranium is a key element that is used for a nuclear power plant. Yeah. 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 And then I was so, getting... So, so Niger has lots of it, but the kilowatt per capita is so little as compared to France where it is being exported or in compared to different countries. And and once we have a higher cap, per capita, it means that our economy is robust, we can have more industries, more power, electricity is cheaper, a, a lot of robust industrialization. So it's Funny. But then you know, you know, you you, you know, Frederick. Uranium is in the mix. Frederick, yeah, uranium must be in the mix. You saw even yeah. Niger. Even Niger is in a state such that they were importing uh, power from Nigeria. And when the issues of coup arose, power was cut from Nigeria. So part of part of uh, yeah, those are the things. And then France, France is the one which is benefiting from everything. We'll talk about it next time. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you for your time as well. <laughs> put, it, uh, put it on hold. We've not uh, talked about so many things. Uh, so many things actually uh, uh, to do with uh, like the sexual and reproductive health. I don't know. We've, we, I don't know if you mentioned about something to do with the LGBTQ. You mentioned. That we'll later. talk about it, and then and then Collins on the issue of uh, sexual and reproductive health. I would also like us to to check to check the traditional view, the, tra- the African traditional aspect, the tra- African traditional view on that issue of uh, age, whatever, age, I don't know, those things. We will uh, also dig deep into that next time. Okay. Alicia, to you. Oh, hmm. Okay, I think, uh, I, think I, need, I need to, uh, we need to do this next month so that I have enough time <laughs> to study more about nuclear energy. Just a bit of it so that some heads up. Okay. Uh, but I definitely, I really appreciate you guys, Collins, Nimrod, and Frederick for your time and for an amazing session with you guys. Uh, as they yeah. say in Kenya, remember to make my son in my church. That thing is true. Today we had quite a lot of things, but we are. Uh, Definitely not, not enough time, but we exhaust that next time. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. I've learned definitely so many things from you guys, and uh, I think next time we'll have more time to talk about uh, nuclear energy and uh, productive health. And definitely come, uh, Friday we, we spared it today, but next time we're going to have uh, so many questions from us, yeah, yeah. and uh, happy to do it. Thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah, right. 
Thank you so much. And and uh, that concludes our session today. So we are looking forward to having another session and a more fruitful one uh, just like this one. So thank you for joining in this podcast and um welcome so uh, welcome. Thank you. Alright guys, you have a good night. <laughs> good night to you too as well. Thank you. Time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, uh, good night to you too. Nuclear Energy is the better podcast. Yay.